show of everything. Top fives presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, we've got like just like, you know, like just like a really like dank show for you. you know? Um, no, it's, we are recording this on, uh, Monday, April 20th, AKA 420. Um, right, right, right. National, what is it? Is it marijuana day or smokers day or like what, what's the, what's the correct terminology for this? Oh man, I don't know. The chronic. (laughs) The chronic motherfucker. Um, so we're, we're going to be doing some, some, some lists and celebration lists. Yeah. Um, but before we get to all of the stoniness, Jonathan, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm good, man. Just, uh, yeah, just trying to get through the week and um, still still in quarantine. We're still quarantine, recording these podcasts during the quarantine. So it's been yeah. just interesting to, you know, continue the ad- adaptation of this life, uh, this kind of life currently right now. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been good. I checked out a few movies, uh, Parasite. Uh, which was pretty. Tell pretty me, cool. tell me, tell me, tell me what you thought. Uh, I, I actually really enjoyed it. It, I had no, like, I had no, um, uh, I had no idea what the movie was going to be about. Going That's why I went into it. I didn't, I didn't read, uh, read anything. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think the way it unfolded, and I think the even third act and how it ended was very Wild. interesting. There was, there was a lot of different <laughs> things happening. Uh, there's a lot of killing involved. Uh, there's a lot of uh, kind of talk about rich and poor and like you know how that affects people and just there's a lot of different things happening in the film which i it's very layered in that way so, so I fucking really layered it. yeah so uh i kind of want to watch it again i mean you know yeah. maybe not right now but i definitely want to you know have a, another run at it just to see if there's anything else i can pick up on i loved how it just kept jumping from genre to genre like you know in the beginning of the movie it feels like heist as they're infiltrating exactly. the home and then yeah. it becomes like a thriller and then a straight up horror film. And like there's drama, there's comedy. I, it's so well crafted. Yeah. Um, I like, you know, I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, I wanted Irishman so bad to win all the awards. I knew in my heart that it wouldn't. Um, and if any movie had to, I'm glad it was parasite. You know, I'm really happy yeah. that parasite, I think it's much deserved. So yeah, it looked really, yeah. yeah. Even like the scenes where, uh, like you know, when the whole t- uh, town is like flooding. It's oh like, man! Even, yeah. Even there, they get like they gave you that sense. There's a lot of yeah, different kind of genres they're playing with there, um, and just kind of giving you different. And that's what I liked about it. It it changed and but it blended so well together as far as like yeah. how they're able to transition you to the next scene. That whole um, thing felt like a nightmare. Yeah, dude. I mean, especially when it got to the end, and you know. The, <sighs> uh, dude comes out of the bunker or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking even at the end too, like based off the person, uh, like it could have gone so many different ways. Like the, the, I guess, spoiler alert, if we haven't, if we, I mean, we've been spoiling already, but, uh, yeah. When the dad kills the other father, um, the kind of the rich family father, um, that's where it like it, you know, they could have gone away with the whole thing. Right. Cause that guy just came out of the bunker like yeah. waving a knife everywhere. So everyone assumed this guy is just a threat and not this family. But then, you know, it's all just started to fall apart at the end. And like, he'd had enough. You know, yeah. And then of course, like the, uh, the, all the different characters, like the dad, especially the, who's kept, you know, he's the, the main, you know, kind of guy in the, in the crew. Um, and he, he always kept his cool. And it's just like interesting at the end, you know, he, he just kind of finally caved 
and you know he he wasn't as uh, solid or or strong um, to keep all those you know motions there. So yeah, there's a lot of I mean it, it goes deeper in in that way, and I think that's probably why I want to watch it again. So excellent, excellent. most excellent, sir. Most right on. I'm glad you enjoyed. It. I'm glad you uh, you had a chance to check it out. Yeah. Very good. Very Joe, good. how are you how are you doing this week, man? You know, surprisingly well for uh, a dude who's furloughed. Um surprisingly well for a dude who nearly cut his thumb off. Um you nearly cut your thumb off? So Friday, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I can you know, I I think I've talked about it on the show before. I, I give up burgers at the start of the year and wait till my birthday. Um, you know, it's just a little little break from red meat. Yes, I still have steaks, but fuck you. If it's every once in a while, you know, I'm going to have a filet mignon, fuck yeah. Um, but uh, so I'm, I'm, I've, I, you know, prepared these, these burgers and I was like, I'm going to make home cut fries, dude. I got my giant knife and I'm cutting potatoes, cutting potatoes, cutting potatoes. And it, the, the worst fucking part is that it sounded just like the fucking potatoes I was cutting. It's, it was oh. the identical sound. <laughs> I heard it and all of a sudden I was like, um, my, the, the tip of my left thumb is basically just hanging off. Um, I nearly passed out. I didn't cry though. I was pretty happy about that. Like band on the run was playing and I was like singing while cutting the potatoes. And, and I was like trying to like, I had my, my thumb under the faucet and I was just like, band on the run. Like just trying to, you know, like keep it together, you know? That's, um, that sounds awful, dude. Yeah, it was terrible. Awful. Um, so it was, it's been wrapped up. It's still wrapped up. Um, it looks like Feeling. fucking death. Um, yeah, it's like just purple and kind of yellow color, and it's not good. It's not good. You need some ointment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, good old ointment. Um, but yeah, man, a uh, really good weekend. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna keep that for me. I'm not gonna share it with all you sweet imaginary audience out there but uh, it was a good weekend and um oh some news some news what do you have some news uh the batman which was supposed to come out in june i believe the robert pattinson june of 2021 has now been pushed back to october 1st which i have to say i'm kind of stoked that we're getting a batman film in october like around halloween time it's gonna be pretty cool yeah Ooh. okay so interesting. A lot of movies are shifting, right? Their release mm-hmm. dates. So that's an interesting date to pick. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just, I guess, knowing when all this is going to end <laughs> as far as the, let's hope, let's hope, uh, yeah. we can watch Batman on the big screen. Yeah. Um, I want to see it, dude. I'm I want to see it too. <laughs> I am too. Um, yeah, I hope, I hope they do a good job. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Cool. Um, any other any other news out there? Not that I can think of. Nothing like that means anything to me. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> How about you? Uh, nothing I could think of at the moment too. I I don't know. I haven't really been checking the. I don't know. There's a lot. It's just a lot of time to think right now. So. Yes, there is. Um, yeah. So, but you know, I'm trying to you know read something. You know, read some a book or two or you know, work on, you know, work on some music, just try to find, you know, things to keep my, keep my time, uh, you know, valued and prosperous, I would say. So wonderful, wonderful. Everyone yeah, be yeah. like Sean. 
try. Uh, no, you don't have to be. Like, <laughs> no, you're setting a positive example. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm being yeah, I'm yeah. being genuine. I know it sounds like a smarmy fucking asshole, but that's just me. Uh, no worries, dude. No worries. All right. Very good. Very good. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, well, shit. Should we get to some lists then? Let's do it. Shawnee, I'm going to go first since mine is not uh, holiday related. And we'll save okay. uh, the holiday one for last if that's cool. Okay. All right. Um, so I watched, I rewatched um, Kingsman, The Golden Circle this weekend. Charming film. I, I really like that series. Um, and I can't remember if we've done this list before. We may have, but who knows? Um, Jonathan, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ask you straight up, buddy. What are your top five favorite spy movies? Spy movies. So spy movies currently. Uh, I'm going to go number five, The Bourne Identity. Ooh. Uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a, as far as a spy movie, um, I mean, it's kind of a secret agent movie, but there's, you know, there's spies and all sorts of different espionage happening in the, in the movie. But the way they're able to have a, a character uh, forget about, who, like, where he came from or who he is and, you know, how did he how is he able to have these, you know, skills and a skill set to pretty much be a man that disappears? Um, it's yeah, it's very intriguing film. It's got a great action. Uh, yeah. The born identity. Wonderful. And Matt Damon's great in it. He's pretty great. Uh, uh, for number four, I've got mission impossible, particular, uh, rogue nation, uh, where Ethan, Ethan, uh, Tom Cruise's character, uh, I believe he, what do you call it? Uh, he, um, he's like, he's a spy still, but he, uh, he's, oh God, why can't I freaking think of this right retiring? now? Retiring? Not retiring. He's actually, uh, they're hunting him. So he's, uh, oh, a wanted. He's a fugitive. Yeah. Fugitive. Yes. That's the right word. I feel so dumb right now. Don't feel dumb. <laughs> Words escape uh, me, fe- but they're rarely mine, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, in the in this film, he's the fugitive, and he, uh, you know, Ethan is having to obviously try to prove his innocence and and also get to the to the main villain in the in the in the movie. And it's I don't know, it's just a good film. I think out of the Mission Impossible series, this is where they really changed, and I think this is where they started getting produced by uh, Bad Robot, I believe, mm. and. They uh, definitely switched the the you know the type of kind of spy film and like the way it's like portrayed and uh, got to tell you Tom Cruise doing his own stunts too um, and just it's like, a sight to behold. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy, man. It's it's definitely crazy. So I think that's why I like the Mission Possible series too. It's just like okay, they commit to that. Like the actors really in front of there. Uh, yeah, so number four, absolutely. Mission Impossible. Right on. Uh, number three, I've got Man from Uncle, Henry Cavill, and Army Hammer. Is Army yes. Uh, yeah. Army. Yep. Uh, yeah. So this film, uh, it's great because it's a, you know, it's a duo kind of spy film. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different uh, things they're doing. It's a Guy Ritchie film as well. Um, so it's, you know, from Guy Ritchie, he always has very elaborate kind of action scenes and, you know, very focused scenes where they're, you know, they're really, you know, there's a lot of discussion and talk and, um, and that does, you know, they do so well to have those two characters, 
uh, Army Hammer and, and uh, uh, Henry Cavill, their two spy characters kind of uh, get together and, and um, uh, yeah. Have to work together. together and shit. Yeah, yeah work together. Yeah, and they hate so. each other. And they hate each other in the beginning, yeah. They hate each other in the beginning. And uh, my phone just fell down. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so I think the, the film is great, and I, I, I liked it more as I watched it again. I think I've seen it probably three times. It's a, so. I, I really, I'm like, give Guy Ritchie, and I can't believe I'm saying this, give Guy Ritchie Superman. Him and him and Henry Cavill. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because Cavill is uh, Cavill is more Superman in that uh, than I think he is in the in Man of Steel or Justice League. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. Or BVS yeah. especially, but BVS. Yeah, especially. Um, yeah. So number three, Man for Uncle from Uncle. <laughs> right on. Right on. Uh, two. You mentioned it, Kingsman. Uh, the first Kingsman. Um, yeah, this one is again, having, you know, like this, it almost like this fantasy, you know, I feel like this kind of fulfills like, you know, young man being able to be, uh, you know, kind of, uh, in, uh, incorporated and recruited into this spy, uh, the spy organization. And, you know, there's a sense of mystery behind that of you know, like, you know, wondering what it's like to be a spy. So I think the, that was kind of the whole pull for me on this movie is, it's like, oh, you know, you know. If I ever took up a career <laughs> in being a spy, how would it be? And like, you know, the process is vigorous and, you know, it's, but it's also the way they inject like the humor into it as well. And uh, it's just a, it's a really fun movie. Um, kind of similar to like, I would think Man from Uncle a little bit. There's a lot of, they play with a lot of the humor and the, the kind of relationships with those characters and just how they start out, you know, not, uh, you know, obviously not meshing together. And then eventually they kind of build a bond. So yeah. it's kind of the same. Kingsman, you know, they have the 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 senior spies and their relationships to the you know the younger, um, you know, the younger uh, recruits. So yeah, what a great film, and it's uh it's pretty high up there on my list for number two. Excellent, yeah, it's a fun movie. And for number one, we've talked about this film a few times on the show. Uh, it's Skyfall for number one, James Bond. Man, I really enjoyed this film I, I a lot of people can argue like oh it's just like i've heard this it's ho- it's the home alone it's home alone uh in james bond in, in the home alone universe and i was like kind of yeah the last guess, 25 minutes maybe kind of yeah but, but fuck it, it's fun I, it's good i think you know w- all in all it's a it's a as far as a james bond film it hits all you know it hits all the highlights for being a james bond film you know you got the cool cars you got james bond being super fly and you know all that kind of stuff action um, but what was different about this one in particular, especially with Daniel Craig's run of it, um, you know, was the sense of like getting to know James Bond and like where he came yes. from. And I think that was a very important part of this, this movie was really kind of, kind of, especially in that third act leading up to it, you know, finding out where he lived and, you know, a sense of, you know, before he became this person and especially in this series, you know, he's kind of breaching on the retirement. You know, he's like, they are portraying an older James Bond in this one too, where he's questioning his health and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, it it, it was a a lot deeper look at James Bond. And I think that's what I kind of want now out of a James Bond film because we're so used to the usual James Bond shtick, you know? Yeah. But, you know, that's, I think that's how they can push those, that character forward. If they're going to still continue doing James Bond, even with a new person they cast, um, it's, you know, still gonna be one of my favorite films, Skyfall. 
and uh yeah great score by the way too love the opening fantastic Miguel, score yes Skyfall, oh my yeah. god um well so no surprise yeah <laughs> but that's my list that's excellent five. we share a lot of the same same ones and unlike most times i'm not going to switch any out because uh Going through spy movies, I'm like, oh, maybe I haven't seen that many fucking spy movies, you know? And I, I really like these ones, so I'm just going to get to it. We share number five, Born Identity. Um, I will admit, I haven't seen this movie since the theaters. That was 2002. Um, but it had that much of an impact on me. I think it was one of the greatest car chases um, in modern oh, film. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know, it really, it almost single, no, was that? I'm thinking the Italian job where they, they were with the Mini Coopers. That movie really kind of brought back Mini Coopers. But I think there might be <laughs> Mini Coopers in uh, Born Identity. I don't know. Uh, but that car chase very felt very visceral, very like, uh, it, like it had weight to it, you know, real yeah. physicality to it. Um, love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number four. The Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle. Nice. So it's just a classic kind of throwback. It almost feels like it could have been made in the 90s. You know? Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah. It takes its time. It has good action that's not all completely CG, uh, character focused. I, I, I really, really, I think it's an underrated movie. Big time. Um, number three, Kingsman. Kingsman. Nice. It's. I mean, if this movie had come out when we were in high school, this would be our favorite movie. Like, yeah, this would be right, our dude. jam. You know, you're right. Um, did you watch the? Uh, did you watch the second one? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I watched it this weekend again. I'd seen again. it before. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Um, Golden Circle. Yeah, that's right. Which I like a lot. It's not. I don't think it's as good or as original as the first one. But yeah, I, I, right. I do, I do like it. Have you seen it? I've seen it once and that's it. So like I might Did you how did you feel about it? I you know, actually when I saw it, I was on a plane, I believe. Ooh. So yeah. I want to kind of get the experience again from the home theater. So we'll see. Um yeah. I I, but I, I thoroughly it. enjoyed the first the first one especially, I think over the second one for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> uh definitely daytime. Um number two, I'm gonna go double seven Skyfall. Skyfall 2, man. Um, I love this movie. And it's like the action, especially that opening, is so great. Um, and, you know, while they're doing new stuff with Bond and pushing the envelope, this is the first one in the Daniel Craig series where it started to feel like the Bond we grew up with. You know, he, not to the extent of Pierce Brosnan, but like the moment where he lands on the train and he fixes his cufflink, you know. Uh, that's like, give me just little bond moments like that. You know, they yeah. started reintroducing Q back in and, um, you know, money penny, even though it was different, they shook it up a little bit. Um, and I'll oh, never and they, forget. Oh, go and for the it. Bold, the bold move of killing M too in this movie. That was, like, and I love that they made that relationship a central part of the movie. It's too often yeah. that she's just, here's the mission, go do it. You know? That was so, it was so character based, um, which is great. Thank you for bringing that up. I, that's probably my favorite thing about the freaking movie. Yeah. Um, and then I'll never forget the moment I had in the theater when he clicks on the light and there's the DB, uh, you know, the Aston Martin, the DB five. 
and oh, uh, and you just hear the dead it and you're just <laughs> yeah, like oh I just, I felt like I was seven years old again playing Goldeneye like it was so <laughs> cool it was so cool um what a wonderful moment as a fan you know um like that's fan service done right you know what I mean like it served the moment in the story and you know mm-hmm. it was just yeah, I loved it I loved it and then to top it off with him you know uh, um, oh yeah, this is inconspicuous, and he shows her the button, and she's like, "All right, then go on, eject me." You know, just yeah. like, I liked it. Maybe that would bug me if I saw it now because I'm so much more bitter and such a piece of shit now. But like back in 2012 when I saw it, I was all for it. I loved every it. second of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skyfall, man. Skyfall, baby. I might have to rewatch that one. I just rewatched it uh, maybe less than a month ago. It's just. And it's like a it's a great movie to have just on in the background and tune in whenever you feel like it and you know yeah <laughs> um, love that movie I think I saw it two or three times in the theater I you know I think I saw it with Andrew the first time we sat like way up at the front and then um, I saw it with you and Ernie maybe um, so yeah yeah and uh, yeah maybe once more I can't remember but man I love that movie anyway great movie great movie. <laughs> Um, number one, <laughs> the spy who shagged me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that. Okay. I okay. adore this movie. They throw every joke at the wall and every single one sticks. It is so funny. Like I'll throw this on and, you know, just in the first couple minutes, I'm just, I'm dying. I'm rolling around <laughs> like, um, I was lucky that, you know, maybe I forget how long ago is when I, within the past five years, I threw it on like for the first time in like a long time and forgot just how fucking funny this movie is. And it's one I can throw on every few months now. It's kind of like Naked Gun. I can just throw it on and there's going to be some laughs. And like, (laughs) even if I know what the jokes are and I see them coming a hundred miles away, the delivery, everything, the timing, all of it always gets me. And I, and I just, I Mm -hmm. love this movie. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I always forget that the Austin Powers movies are, they're, they're spoofs, but they are spy movies. They are spy movies, yeah. Yeah, he's doing a bunch of spy things in it. Yeah, so uh, that's my number one, dude. That's awesome. I love that. Like I, that came out of left field for me. Hell yeah, <laughs> but I love that. Um, Hell yeah, dude. So uh, for for my list this week, yes, uh, in, in light of the four twenty. Uh, celebration here. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, stoner movies out there. So, there's, there's Julie, a few. What's that? What's that? There's, there's a, a few. few yeah, there's a few, uh, man. So, Joey, what are your top five stoner movies? Four twenty right. movies. Four twenty movies. Should I do this? Like, I'm like just a total like stone out <laughs> voice, yeah. So like number five, like it's not even like it's not even like all about like weed, you know. It's just about it's just like about drugs and like getting fucked up. It's like uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Like it just you know that movie. Like fear you just want to like you just want to like do a bunch of like mescaline and like steal a pie and like you know like that's I can't do this. I can't <laughs> fear and loathing in Las Vegas because it's just so ridiculous and. um we watched it fucked up in college a couple of times, you know, it, it just, it, it's one of those, it's like if, you know, um, when you watch the hangover, all you want to do is go drink afterwards. And I'm not, this is a yeah. bad example. This is a bad example, but you know, it, it, if you're in the party mood, fear and loathing in Las Vegas just perpetuates that 
that feeling. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying you want to go out and do coke and mescaline. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it hits that that vibe. If you can tune into it, it's it's a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's trippy too. It's a really crazy film. There's a yeah, lot of different Terry Gilliam happening there. Yeah. Um, Benicio del Toro, man, so good. Yeah, he. Yeah, and it's like he's so he, good. He's kind of uh, uh, bigger in that movie, right? He put on some yeah. weight for that. Yeah, huge. Um, but it's yeah, it's interesting, and including Johnny Depp, like you know, just both of them kind of going on this like uh, adventure in Vegas, drug drug fused adventure. Yeah, just like what a weird concept for a film. <laughs> Yeah, there's no real structure to it. You know, there's no, there's nothing. Like, there's no, what's the story? Like, it's it's about this, but what's about? I don't know. know. (laughs) Man, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Fear and loathing. Number four uh, isn't really like a stoner comedy. It's more like, but there's like a, there's like really good stony scenes, you know? Uh, walk hard. The Dewey Cox story is yes. uh, number four. Yes, and you know it's I, it's not a stoner movie first and foremost. It is a music biopic. Um, like sincerely, you know, it just happens to be fake. Like like that thing you do or something like that. You know, like it. They follow the tropes to a T, and yeah, they're making fun of them, but they also tell like a very sincere story. A sincere you know, story. I mean, like, yeah. it's so like you can't really. It's it's not quite parody. It's sort of satire. Is you know, it's really like uh, you know, it's a very. Anyway, um, the, the drug scenes in it are hilarious, um, and of course, the first one is he walks in on. It's always Tim Meadows. Um, in a room with, you know, just a bunch of women and, you know, doing drugs. What are you doing all here? What are y'all doing in here? Get out of here, Dewey. You don't want no part of this shit. <laughs> what is that? We're smoking reefers. Can't you smell it? No, Sam. I can't. I can't. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the, it, oh, I love, I love that inside joke. For the, oh, God. He's got a smell I blind. Um, He's got no sense of smell. <laughs> I've got no fucking sense of smell. Um... <laughs> But it's it's one of the greatest um, like weed descriptions scenes or breakdowns in any movie. You know, well, I don't want to OD on it. You can't OD on it. Well, I don't want to have a hangover. I don't. I don't want no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Oh well, I'll I'll get addicted to it. It's not habit forming. Oh well, <laughs> I don't want to have make it me have sex on it. It makes sex even better. It sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. I think I kind of want it, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that, that scene, especially when they sprinkle that throughout the rest of the, like, with the different drugs or whatever. But My yeah. my favorite one after that is, uh, what are y'all doing in here? It's called cocaine. It turns all your bad feelings into good feelings. It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare. Like, complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> You're right though. Like Walk Hard is is probably especially for all the different because like Dewey Cox the character goes through like so many different parts of his life. Um, so there's like all these different scenes that they've had to cut. You know, like again, it tells like a pretty well thought out story and at least uh, you know very heartfelt in a way too. Sprawling for a comedy. Yeah. You it's know, you, I don't think we'll ever see a big budget R-rated comedy like this. Costs fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's very yeah. like well done, the period shit. All that is so good. Yeah, it, it, it. I think that's what's so great about it. it, it 
there's so many different th- there's so many like inside jokes in it there's so many even the music i mean we've talked about this movie about the for the music too especially um the soundtrack's great you know it's yeah. it's very it's very genuine to those characters they you know they and that's what's great is that like think, didn't you say they like promoted the movie by doing like concerts yeah for, uh, yeah yeah so i'm pretty sure you know don't at me but i'm pretty like 90% sure 95% sure um but yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, we get the acid scene with the Beatles, full of Beatles oh, yeah. from Liverpool. That, we all are from Liverpool. Mm. <laughs> that scene's really funny. <laughs> Remember when we used to play those dark clubs in Hamburg? Of course I do. I booked them. I'm Paul McCartney. <laughs> I'm the leader of the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> we got like Jack Black in there. and yeah. uh, Actually, that scene's, there's like a lot of different people. There's play. <laughs> Jason Schwartzman's Ringo. Yeah, <laughs> um, Justin Long is uh, Harrison. Paul Rudd is John Lennon. Um, they, ugh, I forget the actor's name, but they've got the Maharishi. In there. Oh yeah, um, Beatles stop fighting here in India. Um, <laughs> what do you think, Paul McCartney of the Beatles? Um, <laughs> and then I think yeah, a lot of Jim takes some LSD. Um, and then we get this wonderful cartoon sequence done in the. Style oh, yeah. of Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine, yeah. Um, bad trip, wow. bad trip. Dude, um, there are so many different, like, yeah, we do get that in the movie. Yeah. God, there's, yeah, there's so many things yeah. happening in that movie. Yeah. Uh, fuck, yeah, great, great film, dude. Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, he goes to rehab. And, rehab? Uh, rehab? <laughs> oh, Rehab. Um, <laughs> and there's that wonderful sequence where they make fun of people going through withdrawals in movies. Where he's like, oh, "I'm so cold. He needs more blankets." They shoot it like a war movie, you know. Um, Get him more blankets, you know. I'm too hot. I'm too hot. I think he needs less blankets. I think you're right. I'm hot and cold right. at the same time. I think he needs more blankets and less blankets. Yep. You know, like. <laughs> It's so good. Um, God, I'm such a fan of this movie. Like, not enough people saw it. If you if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, seriously, do yourself a favor and watch Walk Hard. Uh, Walk Dewey hard. Cox story. Yeah. Walk hard. Hard. Um, down lives. Rocky Road. And uh, number three, uh, Grandma's Boy. Oh um, man, yeah. That's yeah. That's for sure. Okay. Happy <laughs> Madison production. Um, God, I always forget the main character's name. He's in, you know, all of the Adam Sandler stuff. Alan Covert, is that his name? Um, oh, yeah. Wonderful movie. What, like, just one of those wonderful, like, low budget, ultra low budget. Everyone's just being silly. No one's taking <laughs> it too seriously. Yeah, Alan Covert. Um, it's, you know, it's... I don't know. You can just have a good time with it. You know, it's not trying to do anything but make you laugh. And I appreciate that. Um, You know, we get the robot guy. We get Nick Swartzen being Nick Swartzen. Um, (laughs) You know, you got grandma's getting high. It's great. It's wonderful. It's, uh, you know, everyone's like playing video games and, you know, I don't, there's a monkey in it. There's really nothing more you could want in a, in a stoner movie for being completely honest here. Um, that was boy. <laughs> I, the best scene was uh uh, da- is it Dante, his drug dealer or whatever? 
Uh, huh. <laughs> he opens the door <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, hey man, I'm just decorating my, my Christmas tree. And he's like, dude, it's July. <laughs> oh. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> he's like the typical, like, oh man, yeah. Almost like Southern California drug dealer or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, pretty funny. Pretty funny. Um, yeah, you got all the guys from, you know, it's almost good that Adam Sandler wasn't in this movie, but it's almost, it almost feels weird that he wasn't because all of his crew is there, you know? Yeah, dude, that's right. I, I think that's what's great about it, too. It has, yeah, like the cast itself. There's just so many talented people on that cast and super yeah. funny, especially Nick Swartz. And the DD Dance Dance Revolution scene was probably my favorite one, too. God, it was good. That whole Dance, movie Dance gets Revolution. it. That whole movie gets it. Um, my favorite bit was uh, when Nick Swartzen is high with all the grandmas, and he's like, "Like, how old are you guys?" or something. And she's like, "I once gave Charlie Chaplin a hand job." And, and he goes, "Whoa, was he silent?" <laughs> um, that's probably that's probably the best line from. <laughs> that's my favorite line in that whole movie. Was he silent? Um, and a young uh, shit. We got a young Jonah Hill. That's right. Yeah, with very fluffy hair. <laughs> very, very, yeah. Yo. Um, so yeah, Grandma's Boy. Excellent movie. Excellent little yeah. film. Nice. Uh, number two, Ted. Dude, I Ooh. really love Ted. Um, I think it. it <laughs> Weirdly enough, like it's it's heart is in the right place, and um, but the you know just the the idea of a stoner teddy bear is kind of too good to pass up. You know, it's just it's so freaking funny, and especially you know some of the shit that they give him to say. Like uh, they get away with a nine eleven joke. Uh, (laughs) You know, like I I don't know if you remember. I'm not going to say it. I'm really I. This is where I draw the line. Yeah, yeah. That's all if you and me were just hanging out, I'd fucking say it, but I'm not going to do it on here. Um, I don't know, but uh, you know, they're they're coming, they're coming. Gorilla Panic. The names for his different drugs are pretty great. I gotta have a talk with my weed guy, um, and I love Marky Mark. I don't think you want to go to a drug dealer with complaints. Um, <laughs> that line doesn't get enough play. Um, but yeah, great movie, weird movie. Um, yeah, weird movie for sure. Giovanni Ribisi do, giving one of his finest performances, like, and I mean that completely sincerely. Um, he's such a he's such a good actor. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I really like. Yeah, I really like. He's him. not enough shit, Mama. Um, oh fuck. Um, <laughs> same Private Ryan, guys. <laughs> it's kind of a stoner movie in that moment. He's pumped full of fucking morphine. Anyway. Uh, number one, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Number one, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's I I say this I think this has become my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Like if I'm being honest with myself, I always said Mallrats was, but like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is the one I always find myself wanting to just throw on. And yeah. um, I don't know the whole like just. Ben Affleck teaching them what the internet is. What the fuck is the internet has so <laughs> many layers to it. And it's that's that scene is aged extremely well now that Affleck has come and gone as Batman. But um, the whole movie is very meta and it's, 
you know, even if it's just referencing itself or the other movies in the viewist universe, it's done in a smarter, smarter way than Kevin Smith has been doing the last several years since he started smoking pot, ironically. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I don't know. It, It was a movie, a stoner movie made by a guy who wasn't a stoner at that point in time. Yeah, um, interesting, yeah. And watching, like, Jan Silent Bob reboot is a movie that he's, you know, his latest film, which is a reboot of, of that movie, um, at the height of his his weed smoking. Uh, all of his, his writing is just kind of, it feels like he writes, you know, first draft and goes, let's fucking go. And it's like, you, dude, you're like, you're one of my favorite writers. Like one of the reasons I want to like, I love writing dialogue is because of Kevin Smith and like, uh, to see that it's, it's interesting. I don't know why I'm going on this tangent. Um, but it is interesting to me that like my favorite stoner movie was made by Kevin Smith when he wasn't a stoner. And then yeah, 20 years later you watch when he is a full stoner making a stoner movie. And it just, it doesn't, there's, he just like, I don't know. I haven't seen rebooted yet. Um, and I saw it's on Amazon, so it is on prime. I, you know, it's worth a watch. I went to the theater. I think I told you about this. Me and Matt went to the theater and they played strikes back first. Yeah. Back to back. (laughs) That was really cool. So I got to see it on the big screen. Um, and so many wonderful cameos in that movie, George Carlin, Chris Rock, you know, Matt Damon, the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon scene when they're shooting, um, Goodwill hunting Two hunting season and Gus Van Sant makes an appearance. Um, (laughs) Ben, I'm busy. I'm busy. He's just counting his money. Uh, what a great bit. Um, and the whole, uh, we're, we're, we're like, they finish shooting the scene and, you know, uh, the <laughs> security guard comes in, you know, Oh, we're after a t- 10, 11 and Matt Damon turns to Ben Affleck. Jesus again, Benny. And Ben Affleck starts laughing. No, cause I wasn't with a hooker today. <laughs> it's so good. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I love that movie. I fucking adore that movie. Um, Will Ferrell. Will yeah, Ferrell well, uh, in Will this Ferrell's movie. Great, giving one of his early supporting scene. roles. Will Ferrell is white hot in this movie. He is so f- fucking funny. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. Fucking watch this movie. Anyway. anyway. I gotta, yeah. I gotta rewatch the... I, actually, I might even do a back-to-back like that. Do uh, back-to-back Jan Silent Bob. Wouldn't be bad 420 viewing, my friend. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. I, I like your number one, man. It's it's so it's so you, dude. And thanks, uh, man. I don't know how I, t- I should take that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I no, that's the thing. It's I I knew we're probably gonna have Jane Silent Bob on there, so I I, I left it out on my list. Fair, it it would have been on my list too as well. Right on. Um just because of all the shenanigans they get into in that whole movie. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's very unique and different. Um, okay. So let's see here for my list. Uh, got a number five here. It's, uh, days and confused, man. Oh, right on. Uh, it's very interesting. It's like the, uh, these kind of, I guess, high schoolers. And funny enough, there's another, that's another Ben Affleck. We have, you know, Affleck, that's right. Matthew McConaughey, um, you know, tons of different people in this movie and some of them at the earliest of their careers as well. So, um, but yeah, it's just about kind of like, you know, late high school and people's experiences just kind of hanging out and, you know, uh, doing drugs and all that stuff. Um, but (laughs) like cool kids, 
the cool kids. But cool it's pretty kids, much man. like about a few, a few of these groups of kids or these groups of high schoolers um, and them just kind of, uh, you know, there's, you know, relation, there's a lot of different stuff about relationships in there. There's kind of rivalries. Um, so it's just kind of like the kind of the tropes of like traditional high school in a way sometimes. But it's also these kids just like being able to like deal with like their last, you know, days in high school pretty much. And uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's funny enough. It's a deep movie in that way, and uh, fun one to do uh, to uh, watch on four twenty. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, number f- number four, we got Dave Chappelle in uh, Half Baked. Yo, and, uh, of course the the movie is just totally about their obsession with marijuana. But <laughs> <laughs> and and Dave Chappelle's a uh, int- uh, love interest, uh, Mary Jane herself. Um, That's right. It's a funny, it's a funny movie, man. Especially for like Dave Chappelle having, you know, he only has a handful of movies that are out. Um, and th- I know this one, he, you know, I think a lot of people closely relate, you know, his comedy to this movie, especially. Um, but it's super funny. It's uh, it's just got like a lot of hilarious scenes. Um, and yeah, I think Dave Chappelle. Just thinking about this is Dave Chappelle before he was doing Chappelle show and like, you know, kind of, you know, seeing kind of this young, you know, this uh, younger version of him doing films. So I think that was kind of interesting too to kind of see him at that stage of his career. So brilliant. Uh, half baked. Uh, number three, I got uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Ooh. The first in the series of Harold and Kumar. Um, it, plainly, they just—it's pretty much uh, these two stoners just try to get some some uh, White Castle burgers. That's pretty much the premise of the movie. But they end up going through a whole lot of stuff to get there, and I think it's just funny. It's just a wild, wacky kind of ride. There's different people. They meet Neil Patrick Harris, uh, and Neil Patrick Harris is, best and he's one of the highlights. Yeah, he's one of the he's highlights so of this movie. Um, and it's just this. That's just what it is like them it's it's a typical stoner flick as far as like these dudes just want to do a simple thing but of course it just ends up them going to different places and um i think it's just uh funny and it's in a way where it's just an adventure you know what i mean so um so yeah harold and kumar go to what castle wonderful uh for number two i've got bill and ted's excellent adventure uh the first in the bill and ted series it's great, man. We got George Carlin being Rufus. Uh, Very we got true. These two, these two dudes just trying to get some, uh, just get their history report in so they don't fail the class, and uh, they end up going in a time machine and uh, searching history for for uh, people to important figures to help their uh, the report. Um, like so crazy. It's, it's it's crazy, man. Like this is such a just describing that premise. It's just uh, it's nuts, man. So um, yeah, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Wonderful. I'm so it's happy nice. that movie exists because dude, and they're, you know, they're like making you said, a third. that premise like they are, they, and they're making a third one. And it's like you know what? I am kind of open to the idea of what they've pitched for it. As far as like, I know it's their kids. I think that are going to be highlighted in this one, but it at least they're doing it like okay, like these guys at their age, like you know, like having at that um, that point of their life. I think set in that life, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty cool with that. And you know what? I think they could do it. I think they can. Uh, knock yeah. it out of the park on this one, and that's that's a lot because I'm never really a fan of of continuing. You know, we were good with those two films. You know, I don't know. Right, and honestly, we we're we we're just good with the one film. Yeah, dude, the first one's really good, 
And yeah. the ending's great. And it's like, oh, it's it's funny because it's like these two dudes failing history class. They end up being like the the greatest musicians in all of life <laughs> or in all the world. And they're like inspired to do, you know, they, they become a big part of history. I think that's what's really interesting about it too, you know, like they end up becoming important key figures in it. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's very uh, another deep film. So for number two or for number one, uh, I have Pineapple Express, which is probably a film we'll watch tonight. Uh, Seth Rogen, um, James Franco. It's uh, got a lot of stuff happening. Uh, Danny McBride, yeah, the cast is great, of course. Tim Robinson, ah, uh, can I keep naming it? It's it's that obviously that crew from from kind of Seth Rogen and. Um, uh, is it Goldberg? Uh, Goldberg, right? Uh, Jeff Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg. Sorry, Evan Goldberg. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, Evan no, Goldberg. no, no. So, uh, yeah. It's not so my the. Brother, nothing. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a it, it's a fun film. It's it's you know it starts off small scale. You know it's you know it's about you know a guy and his drug dealer, <laughs> and that's how it starts off. I guess the age old tale. The age old tale. <laughs> Um, and then it ends up being again in this kind of spirals into this adventure, um, and where they get, you know, connected with, uh, Korean drug Lords and, uh, yeah, all sorts of different people. And it's, uh, it's a, it's a buddy comedy too, in a way, cause you know, Seth Rogen and, uh, James Franco, their characters, you know, they only know each other through their, you know, the drug usage, I guess, but, um, now it's like they in this adventure they kind of get to know each other. So it's like I don't know. There's a lot of different things happening in that film, but I always like to put it on um, when I just want to laugh and you know kind of just enjoy some scenes. So. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. And uh, for all the listeners out there, we're not uh, we're not saying we're condoning. We're not any promoting. Smoking. We're not promoting any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. Got to keep our <laughs> reputations in order, I guess. Yeah. Our good names. I don't know how good our, good our names. names are. Let's be I don't know here. either. <laughs> um, but we only, we only mean the, the best for people. We don't, we don't, stay we don't safe fight. is what we're saying, kids. Yeah, stay safe, guys. Safe and um, sane. But yeah, uh, the I don't know. The film's just so funny, and I love putting it on when I want to have a good laugh. So yeah, Pineapple Express. Wonderful. Good list, Shawnee. Wonderful. I like yes. it. Um, right there, I think you got 10 movies, uh, that you could put, pop on if you're celebrating 420 late because this episode drops on 424. Um, throw one of these on. You'll have a good time. Guaranteed. 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 Um, Jonathan, do you have anything you'd like to share with our dear, sweet, lovely, imaginary audience this week? Uh, let's see. I already talked about Parasite. I thought it was great. Um, I have a few other movies in my queue, so I'm going to try to watch Jojo Rabbit, so maybe we can talk about that next time. Yes, I would um, love if you watched that. Uh, th- that especially, and there's one other one I was thinking of. I, I Still The Lighthouse. Uh, I really want to watch that one as well. I'm just trying it's to catch up on all good. those movies, honestly. But, uh, dude, I, nothing much to share this week. I, like, I, I'm almost done with my Breaking Bad marathon watch. Uh, interesting going back seeing the show uh it's interesting how like the path of just all the characters and just how intertwined and uh and how kind of messy it gets at the end pretty much um yeah it's interesting when you watch a show again and you're like oh okay this is 
where it's at. Like I almost changed my view about how I felt about the characters on the second watch. So yeah, man, go with uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, just you know, rewatch in that series. Highly recommend uh, it. Wonderful. Um, yeah. How about you, Joe? Do you have anything to show this week? I do. I can tell you. Um, so I've been using uh, earbuds a, a lot lately. Um, I've always only had the ones that the iPhones come with, you know, the wired ones. Um, especially in this quarantine, I've been walking my dog an insane amount. Um, we did seven miles today. Seven Dude, miles, nice. Pretty good. Four miles before 9 a.m. Um, and then another in the afternoon. But um, so, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of music and... But yeah. the sound on those earbuds is like kind of terrible. Like it's really low. Like I can't hear anything. Um, so uh, thanks to some birthday presents, um, I was able to get uh, AirPod Pros. And Ooh, pros. so they came today and cool. um, test them out on my second walk. Sound quality is incredible. Um I'm really stoked on them and I'm using them right now uh, to record the yeah. podcast. The, my over ear headphones always really hurt uh, by the, by the end of our show. Yeah. Especially the, it's I take them off the, and yeah, yeah the, the pressing of the, of the top lobe is not a lobe. The, the arc, the ear arc, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, pressing against your temple. It, 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 it you know, after an hour of, of doing this, uh, it starts to hurt a little bit. And, Mine are so old that all the uh, kind of uh, cushiony stuff is like it's like falling off, you know. And so, I mean, I still have my love those headphones. I'll never get rid of them. But um, this has been nice. And um, yeah, my review is, nice, is a solid thumbs up. Solid thumbs two. up. You're Good headphones. Two. Always that. I, I actually was th- thinking about getting some head like a pair of headphones with a, a microphone, too. And I was thinking about some wireless like those, too. You're lucky because okay. you have a you have an Apple product. Uh, I have to figure out uh, one first for Android, but there's a lot of different yeah. options out there. But the, I heard the earpods were as far as quality and just the way you can utilize them with your device was pretty good. So, yeah. are they not compatible with uh, Android? I don't think they are, but I'm I might have sure to research they're just Bluetooth. That up. I think you can do them with. Okay, well I'll, I'll I see think. if I can check them out. I think my only gripe with them is the price. They are um, very expensive, yeah. But the, yeah, I'm sure they'll probably work. Most, I think that's that's just an issue. Sometimes I always have an issue with Apple. Sometimes they make device stuff particular or specific to their devices. So you, uh, you know, you can buy a phone and do it or whatever. But I'll look it up. Oh, um, yeah. But I've been thinking about getting some Bluetooth headphones for sure because it, it'll just help a lot too, especially for when we're doing the podcast or if you're just ha- listening to some casual music or whatnot. It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Cool, dude. Um, yeah, a lot of songs on like the regular ones. Just it wasn't loud enough. I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> now the whole world is blocked out. Beautiful. Nice. Oh, and it looks like you're right. Oh wait, no. I have an Android, or I have, I have a pe- answer for us. The good news, AirPod Pro definitely work with Android. Um, They're meant to be used with iPhone and iOS, and unlike Apple's Beats headphones, which have an Android app to make up for some of the functionality iOS users get automatically, Apple has no such solution for non-iOS AirPod users. But at the top of the thing, they say that they do work. I don't know. I'll send you the link. (laughs) I'll look it up. 
We'll figure it out. out. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Um, Figure stuff out. Yeah, man. We'll get answers. We'll get to the bottom of this. We'll get to the bottom of this. And if we remember, we'll bring it up next time (laughs) and let you guys know. Uh, Don't count on it. Uh, Jonathan, not a bad show. Yeah, I like this, dude. We had had some films in there, uh, some spy films. films. Fun films. I am actually going to go back and probably rewatch Skyfall, and uh, I really want to rewatch um, uh, Bill and Ted's. Actually, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure would be kind of interesting to rewatch again. Yeah, it's um, such a fun movie, and I don't know about you, but the Napoleon in that movie is what I think about when I think of Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's pretty spot on. It's pretty. It's like, pretty good. And that's what's great. They, they're able to highlight those like those characters. So I, I don't know. I might do that tonight. I might, you know, see, you know, we already have a, a bunch of movies on our list here tonight. So we all do that. Let's see if I can watch a few of them. Watch all 20. <laughs> yeah, all 20 tonight. We'll see. Just do it. I'll not go to sleep. Don't be a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this was a good time. Jonathan, uh, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week? Uh, you guys can find me uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Shonda Music, and also on my website, shondaymusic.net. Net. Uh, Joey, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Joey Prati and on my website, joeypratiscripts.com. You can check out the show at Top5Pod, that's T-O-P-F-I-V-E-5-P-O-D, on Instagram, on Twitter at gmail.com, and on Facebook at Top5Podcast. We're on Google Play. SoundCloud and Apple Music so please give us a like give us a listen give us a follow give us your love and we will give you all the blazing time in return until next time I don't want to say time <laughs> time um, until next time I'm Joe Brody and I'm Sean Bay Thanks for Oh shit, no, that's not what I meant to do. No, (laughs) joy.